There is no easy way to say the numbers and the data that I'm going to say right now, but please bear with me for a second. As many as 46 journalists were killed in 2021 in connection with their work. Of those 46, 28 were murdered in retaliation directly for what they published. Four were killed while covering a conflict, two lost their lives reporting on a civil unrest, and one was killed while on assignment. Eleven cases are still under investigation as to the motives. This is the data that the IPI Death Watch released last month in December 2021. However, this data only shows part of the tragedy. In today in short, we're going to look into the causes behind these killings. We'll look into the why these senseless killings occur. And we'll do it with the help of IPI Advocacy Officer, Anetea Rele, who led IPI's Death Watch research. My name is Javier Luque, and I welcome you to the first episode of this 2022 IPI's podcast, Today in Short. Hello, Anne, and welcome to Today in Short. Hello, Javier. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. So um, let's dive into it. IPI's Death Watch revealed that although the overall number of journalist killings is down in comparison to recent years, deadly attacks on journalists have become a global phenomenon, so not only confined to any particular region. Yes, uh, that's true. We see that killings of journalists are not confined to any particular region in the world. And we've seen killings in every uh, region in the world, actually. Um, by the way, we had originally published a number of 45 killings of journalists. However, on December 25, journalist Cao Bing Ang from Myanmar was killed in an artillery attack by military forces. Uh, so we updated the number to 46, like you mentioned at the beginning. But no, we've seen killings in every region in the world uh, in 2021. For example, in Asia and the Pacific, uh, which was the deadliest region for journalists in 2021, with 19 killings. Uh, but also 10 killings occurred in the Americas, most of which in, in Mexico, which had the highest number of killings uh, in the world this year. But also, for example, six journalists were killed in Europe uh, in several countries. So we really see killings of journalists can happen anywhere. And what we also saw was that killings of journalists do not only happen in countries with violent conflicts or, for example, a very poor human rights track record. But it also happens in relatively safe places or places with a relatively high level of press freedom. For example, in the Netherlands, uh, on July 6th uh, in 2021, crime journalist Peter R. de Vries was shot in an Amsterdam city street in broad daylight, uh, despite the fact that the Netherlands is considered a country with a relatively high level of press freedom. But also in Greece, uh, crime reporter Jorgos Karavas was shot outside of his home in Athens. So we really see uh, the killings of journalists as a global problem. And it also shows that doing, journalists, doing journalism can be risky uh, almost anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, one of the causes that lays in the roots of this issue is uh, the high level of impunity. Basically, the failure of states to investigate the killing of journalists, right? Yeah, what we see is that authorities respond insufficiently to most uh, of the killings, which leads to very high levels of impunity. Uh, for example, in only six of the 29 cases where we classified journalists, the killings as targeted due to work, uh, police have arrested suspects. And even that number we must uh, interpret with caution because state investigations are often flawed. 
And um, in some cases, uh, police just inf uh, arrest some suspects to show to the outside world that they are working out, even though the investigation is not really conducted well. Um, for example, in the case of Manish Kumar Singh, who was an Indian reporter, he was killed on August 10 this year. Uh, his editor said on Twitter that even though suspects were arrested, his family believed that was only done to, to whitewash the murder, basically. So we need to be cautious of that. Um, and yeah, it's a really big problem since the vast majority of journalist killings around the world is, goes unpunished. Uh, also some terrible murders, thinking, for example, of the murder of Jamal Khashoggi, which happened in 2018, still hasn't been solved, even though it, it has been a terrible, terrible crime. Um, and what this means is that this impunity caused a chilling effect over the press everywhere and emboldens further violence. So it gives room to people to, to commit crimes to journalists because they know that the chances that they are being caught are very small. So this is why we call to, to authorities to end this impunity for crimes against journalists. Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, precisely, all 46 killings this year, last year in 2021, are, are a real tragedy. And behind this number, there is an, an imaginable amount of pain from family members to friends and colleagues. The trend shows, though, that the number of killings of journalists have been decreasing in the last few years. But how reliable is this as an indicator of the state of press freedom around the globe? Yeah, we definitely saw a decrease. For example, in 2016, there were still 120 killings registered. In 2011, 102 killings were registered by IPI. Um, and this decrease can partly be explained by the waning of several violent conflicts around the world. For example, the conflict in Syria led to 12 killed journalists in 2016. But this year, or 2021, IPI did not register any of these cases in the country. Um, also in Iraq, in 2017, IPI registered 11 killings of journalists. And this year, again, the number was zero. And Although this could be seen as a positive development, we also want to stress that every case is one too many and this decrease is, is uh, not good at all. And also, um, it's not a reliable indicator of the levels of press freedom in the world because these waves of violence against journalists might also lead to journalists censoring themselves, being more careful with what they write down. They might avoid topics uh, that put their lives at risk. And uh, this is worsened by a climate of impunity in which killers are not being held to account. So this decreasing number might also mean that journalists have become more careful uh, to speak out or to their, to their research to protect their lives and to be, to be safe. Uh, so we really need to stress that as well. Thank you very much, Anne, for taking the time for this podcast and for your in-depth analysis on these issues. Thank you, Javier. Uh, until next time. Thank you. Thank you very much. So when crimes against journalists uh, remain unresolved, it sends the message to everyone that there are no consequences, leading actually to further violence and encouraging self-censorship. At the end of the line lies the audience, who actually won't be able to access the information they need. And that's why impunity is an issue that doesn't just affect the media, but everyone who wants to protect their right to receive information and for opinions freely. This podcast, Today in Short, will continue this 2022 with the same goal it was created last year, to bring complex issues like this one impunity 
down to the reasons. If you listen to this podcast for the first time, please subscribe to our channel, IPI Press Freedom Podcasts, or spend some time navigating through the other podcasts that we also produce, the Press Freedom Files and Freedom Dialogues Turkey. That's all from me. Take care and see you in the next episode of Today in Short.